0: Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports industry, I want to continue to find ways to give back. Give back to individuals that want to get in this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. It's crazy. It's season four already. I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career paths We're going to discuss three key topics that are currently in this industry, three hustle hot seat questions, and three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now, under our guests this week. In this business, there are a variety of career paths you can take. Our next guest has been able to work her way up into a senior leadership chair within the same organization. I'm excited to have Maria Troji Poitras, Senior Vice President of Consumer Sales and Service for the Minnesota Wild. Maria, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Travis, for having me. Excited to be here.
0: Maria, very excited to have you and certainly dive into your illustrious career. You're going back from the beginning. You grew up in Minnesota, but that was before the wild was even a team. You go on to attend St. Catherine University and receive a degree in biology and then on to the University of New Haven, receiving a master's in forensic science and technology. That doesn't sound like sports. So what were you planning on doing as a career?
1: Yeah, not at all sports. Not what I thought I was going to be doing. Um, My goal at first was to be a doctor. And when I thought about how long um, that schooling would be, I decided to go into forensics. Um, and really that was all about problem solving. Like I wanted to be a criminal investigator e- either for the FBI or the BCA locally here in the Twin Cities. Um, the investigative mind, analytical mind of that biology um, came into play and solving crimes sounded super exciting to me and helping people out. Um, obviously here I sit today, 23 years later, I never ended up pursuing that career path, but, um, but it was a great background and I think set me up for success today for sure.
0: No, that's awesome. I mean, you, 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 kind of mentioned one of the buzzwords, like problem solving, and that's certainly something that, that you've had to do your entire career, which we'll immerse into, but it's always funny. It's like everything kind of comes back full circle. And, you know, I guess, Can you walk the listeners through what ultimately helped you not only have a passion, but also land your first role with the, you know, the inaugural team of the wild back then?
1: Yeah, I think timing had a lot to do with it. I'm fortunate that when I moved back home to Minnesota, it was right before the start of that first season in 2000 for the wild. And I was looking for a job um, to really get by while I was looking for my real job in forensics. Um, And I just so happened, um, to start with the wild for what was supposed to be a really short stint, but um, under the helm of Todd Lywicky, who now runs the Kraken. Um, And he took me under his wing um, and kind of handed me over to Steve Griggs, the CEO of the Tampa Bay Lightning now, who was our vice president of sales and service, and just said, we need your help, Maria. would you be willing to stay and work for a couple of weeks, which turned into a couple of months? Um, and then they created a position, kind of an internship coordinator position in the ticket sales and service area. And really, I think it comes down to my willingness to just jump in and do anything for those two. Um, they were great mentors and leaders and um, gave me an opportunity um, to do a lot of different things as we we started the team up from VIP parties to I was willing to call anybody. so. Um, it just so happened that I was at the right place at the right time, under some really great leadership.
0: You certainly, and we'll we'll talk about the value of people with great leadership, but also you know putting yourself in a position to to be very successful and to to earn those opportunities because it's one thing we always tell people is you get an internship or you get your first job. that doesn't mean you have a career and you land your first role at the wild and it just took off from you uh for you from there. What is your advice to some of our young listeners out there on just dominating that internship or that job to uh, you know, continue to excel in this industry?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to working hard, like be reliable, work hard, do whatever it takes. I think the other thing is really diving into learning about the organization. So, of course, I had a role in the ticket sales and service area, but I was afforded the opportunity to learn a lot about the entire business right all the other departments and and that willingness and being open to help everybody and not just myself um would be some advice that i would give um and i think just what i did to i got to work alongside steve a lot um so the other advice i would say is just like how can you do things to make other people's lives easier like what was i doing for other leaders in the organization to make their lives easier and raise my hand um to do that work, even though maybe it wasn't the task that I was assigned on any given day.
0: No, I I love it. And and it's going above and beyond the call of duty. And, And Maria, and now over 20 years within the organization, you've held many different roles. What do you feel like you have done to continue to be elevated within the organization?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to first, I'm really fortunate to have strong mentors and leaders throughout my career. So they were great advocates for me. And, and I, you know, my value um, was elevated through them. But I think it's all about the people. Um, I think we'll probably talk about this a little more. But Uh, I think just being a great leader of people and building strong teams um, that I've surrounded myself with, right? It's not just me that's gotten myself where I am today. It's all the people who are around me, hiring really smart people. I always talk about putting this great puzzle together of great individuals. Um, So I think it's that. Um, I think it's collaboration, right? We We have some big goals to hit and it's not just the ticket sales and service area that gets us there. We need marketing, we need analytics, we need the sponsorship team, we need our operations folks, um, we need our building folks. So I think that collaborative effort um, and making sure to have that organizational mindset. So it's not just about what's right in front of me, um, but that broad perspective has really helped me to get to where I am today.
0: No, absolutely. You talk about just, again, the value of people and surrounding yourself with people. I've always joked, like if, if you're in a room and you're the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. You know, you need to
1: 100%. communicate
0: and be around a lot of really successful people. On the same vein of that, of, of retaining top employees, you know, such as yourself, what do you feel like the organization has done on a consistent basis to, to maintain top people like yourself?
1: Yeah, I think we have a really great culture here, right? We are fortunate that we sell hockey in the state of hockey. Um, and I think it starts really with our ownership group in Craig Leopold. And prior to that, Bob Nagley bringing hockey back to Minnesota. Um, they both really, and Craig to this day, there's nobody who wants to win more than he does. Um, and so I think he's got this unrelenting commitment um, to winning, not just on the ice, but off the ice too. So he creates opportunities for us to be innovative, um, to grow as people, um, and then really just invest in that culture, right? Sports is a unique, I always say it's not a job, it's a lifestyle that we live. Um, and I think our organization embraces that um, to the point where it's all about the people here and we work really hard, but we have a lot of fun together too, um, where sometimes we spend more time with this group of people than we do with our own families. And so I think if we can show up every day and have fun with each other, um, it's something that is pretty unique to to our industry. And I think the wild does an amazing job, um, which is why people want to stay.
0: Absolutely. and And that's one of the most important things is there are a lot of long hours. It's a grind. It's non-traditional hours, nights and weekends. You spend more time with them than your own family. So it's how are you ultimately just having fun at the end of the day? You're, you're selling that lifestyle and you're on a team, you know, you and your team are responsible for retaining some of the largest shares of revenue for the entire company. And I know the easiest answer is no day's ever the same, but walk the listeners through kind of a, a day-to-day in your life.
1: Yeah, the, it is kind of cliche, right? In sports, no day really is the same, but I, so, and that's what I love about it. Um, but I think it starts off with being intentional. So in the morning, like owning your morning, whether that's me, for me personally with exercise or meditation um, and just starting off, right? And then getting into the office, it's about connecting with people um, because we all are people outside of here. So how is everybody doing? Um, what are our goals for the day? Um, And then really setting everybody up for success. So um, I sit in a lot of meetings. Um, I make sure to plan time for strategy and and planning on my calendar. Um, I oversee our food and beverage relationship as well. So like right now we have some great projects going on over the arena. Um, I'm over there checking in on them. Um, I could be working on um, innovating a new product, um, ticketing product or working with our partners or vendors maybe just picking up the phone and calling some of our season ticket members um, to see how they're doing and get their feedback. So I think really there is a broad scope um, of things that I can be doing, but it it all goes back to the people, whether it's our fans or our staff, our leaders, and how do I make sure they feel empowered um, to own their time and their areas as well.
0: No, I love it. And you, Maria, in your current role, you oversee multiple different departments, which which comes with d- different departments, different personalities. How do you help balance your time and ultimately priorities?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it comes back to time management and planning. You have to be intentional about how you own each day, um, because if you don't have a plan, it can get a lot crazy when you have so many things that you're responsible for, Um And then I do think you have to lean into your leaders, right? And so I do have a lot of responsibilities, but I'm supported by a a lot of great leaders um, who own their areas and, and I can count on them to get things done too, but make sure that I'm available to everybody if they need support or if I have to jump in and do something. Um, The other thing I would say is, you know, I mentioned it before how we are balanced. We are all humans, right? We have, families or friends outside of this industry too. So I try to set an example um, and leave and go see my kids play their sporting events, right? And make sure people feel like they can do that too. um, So they're not getting burnt out at work. Um, But I really think that time management um, and having a plan for your day is what sets everybody up for success.
2: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Maria troji Portress, Senior Vice President of Consumer Sales and Service for the Minnesota Wild. And Maria, let's get into three hot topics. Question one, I know you have a heavy focus in a lot of this podcast. We've talked about the value of people. As you think about the most successful people you've been around, whether it be clients or, or people that you've worked alongside with, what are some of those key characteristics?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, being a good leader, um, I think is is one of them. And anybody can be a leader. You don't just have to be a leader of people or be a manager of people to be a good leader. So um, how do you take care of those people around you and be a good teammate? Um, it's that we before me mentality, like, um, look out for the people who are beside you, not just for yourself. Um, I think the other thing is really hard work and grit, right? Our industry, you have to be really flexible um, and be ready to solve problems because you don't necessarily know what's going to happen day to day. Um, So people who are willing to jump in, they're willing to do anything. um, I think those people who no job is too big or too little for them um, are the ones that are successful.
0: No, I love that as a little bit of a softball question, because typically that answer is going to be hard work and effort and 52 weeks of hustle. So it all, all goes together. And Maria, question too is you have now worked over 20 plus years within the wild organization. The teams on the ice have had some up years. They've had some down years But what is your advice to listeners on being able to run parallel paths from a business standpoint and and sell at the highest level and and provide a great fan experience regardless of wins or losses?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, we sell so much more than wins and losses, right? It's not just a ticket to a hockey game. We're selling experiences or we're solving problems for customers about what they want. Like our job here is to help our fans make memories. And that might be inside our four walls when they come to a hockey game, or it might be how we touch them outside in our community. However, they're touching our brand 365 days a year um, really is what helps us sell beyond just those wins and losses. So it's so much more, do we have a new product? Um, Do we give them access to something? It's just that high touch um, relationships that we have with people that make them come back.
0: And I think that's such a big part of even how our our business has evolved. I'm sure, you know, first when both of us first started, whereas it was a season ticket, that's what you got. And now it's, it's more whether you call it a membership or not, you're engaging with them to your point, exclusive access and content and opportunities to engage with us 365 days a year. And, you know, finally, you know, question three, which, which kind of ties everything together a little bit is, being active and immersing yourself in the community. You've always done a great job of that. You you have been on a lot of boards. You currently serve on boards. Why is it important to you to to be immersing yourself in the community? And what is your advice to listeners, regardless of kind of their role, to get involved in that community?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I love serving on the boards and, and all of the volunteer work that I do. So, um, and I think it is about giving back, right? I think We are fortunate um, living in this community. I've been afforded a lot of opportunity. And if I can do anything to give back to the community that I live in, um, I think it's awesome. I sit on the Children's um, Foundation Board for a children's hospital locally, and then the Schubert Club, which is a music um, nonprofit board. Um, And I love it. A, it fills my passion outside outside of sports. So I think that is helpful. I think it also connects me to people outside of our industry right so i'm learning from other leaders um, and great people outside of the industry um, who have become great friends and mentors to me too and i think it really gives me an understanding um, on how other businesses and organizations work right so i've been in sports for 23 years but stepping outside these four walls and being part of other businesses Um, has been really eye-opening on how a hospital runs their business and their P&L. And so I think if I can give back to these organizations who I am passionate about and then learn from them too and build relationships and connections, I mean, it's just been an amazing opportunity for sure.
0: goes a long way. Maria, what a great career, certainly an exciting journey. As you think back, what's been your best memory?
1: Uh, so hard. This is one of the hardest questions because I think in sports, it's so unique. There's so um, so many moments um, that are key and you can put yourself right in the place you were when things happened. Um, but I'd have to say the two marquee events that we've hosted, the NHL Stadium Series um, in 2016 and then the Winter Classic in 2022, I was able to to lead the task force organizationally for those events. And Being able to showcase um, the state of hockey um, and host outdoor hockey in our state with 40,000 or 60,000 fans in those stadiums was pretty amazing just to step back and say, wow, we sold all of these tickets. These people are watching our team play on an outdoor rink. Um, It was pretty magical um, for sure.
0: No, that's awesome. And Maria, a ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey to close it out. i like put the guests on the hustle hot seats. You ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Well, I know up in Minnesota, land of lakes, if you had a boat. What would you name it?
1: I'm going to go with endless summer, you know, in Minnesota here, we don't have a, a long <laughs> summer, so I'm going with endless summer just to drag it out.
0: I love it. What's a fashion trend that you would love to see come back?
1: Ugh. Um, I don't know. I fashion trends come back like 10 or 20 years. They come around. I, I always feel they like always I don't know if,
0: if, keep your clothes. Eventually it's going to come back and be
3: popular.
1: Totally. And I don't know that I always love it. I feel like the eighties were coming back and it wasn't great, but I feel like people are wearing socks with sandals these days and I'm not so sure about it. Um, so I'm thinking if wearing flip-flops and bare feet could come back, I think I'd be happy with that. <laughs>
0: Love it. If you could go to dinner with anyone, who would it be?
1: I'm gonna go with Taylor Swift. And I'm not really a Swifty. I was say, are you a Swifty? I am not a Swifty, but this summer I was able to help some friends over at US Bank Stadium when she came um into town. They needed some extra help. And I just think seeing her fan base and what she has done to transcend um all the different generations and then the connection the fans had there. Um, it was just amazing. And the way that she, you know, she doesn't need to, but I think her connection to her fans and what she pours into them is so unique. I just love to sit down with her and talk about like, how are you doing this? And, and why are you doing it? And, you know, she's got an empire and the way she's run her business has just been amazing. So I think that's it for me.
0: Awesome. Well, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day?
1: Yeah, I think the first is people first. I've talked a lot about people, right? Whether it's your family, your teammates, um, those that you encounter every day, focus on the people um, and step outside of yourself. I think that'd be the first one. I think the next one is um, continue to push yourself to learn and grow, right? Not just professionally, but personally too. I think it's everybody's responsibility to do that. Um, And then I think Be a hand raiser, like do just a little bit more. Um, I always like to go through this exercise um, with new employees and have them raise their hand and then ask them just to raise it a little bit more. Right. We're all here to do a job. If everybody just does a little bit more than the person next to them, um, we can do great things together. So like do go above and beyond.
0: No, I, I love that exercise as well. And and Maria, thank you so much. What a great career. It's a pleasure talking to you. And I certainly appreciate you, you sharing your knowledge and expertise.
1: Thanks, Travis.
0: Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.